Hello and welcome to Gunsmoke from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad, the story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful. And a little lonely. Tell me what good I am or not. 
The cook at Delmonico's told me they've got antelope stew today. I don't care what the... Antelope stew? I was kind of looking for someone to eat with. Antelope stew? You hungry by any chance? Come on, Doc. If we don't hurry, it'll be all gone. more stew. Well, then, no, thank you, Doc. I just couldn't. <laughs> Can't fly on one wing, you know. Well, maybe you're right. Who uh, not just a little dab more, please? Yeah, all right. Just there. There you are. Thank you. Uh, Doc, you know that fellow just come in? Ah, uh, no. Why? He sure are looking at you funny. <laughs> coming over here. I'm Bryce Harp, Judge. What? I said my name's Bryce Harp. You remember me. Well, no, I'm sorry, I don't. You've got a convenient memory, Judge. Judge? What's this judge doesn't? He ain't no judge, mister. A whole lot more likely he'd be on the other side of the bench. Pure luck, I run into. Now, wait a minute, mister. I'm a doctor. I'm not a judge. What? A doctor, I said. Oh, he's a doctor, sure enough, mister. And if there's something wrong with your horse, he can prove it. Oh, shut up, Chester. So that's it. You're hiding out. Now, now, wait a minute. What in the world are you talking about? Judge Kennebrew. Big man in Wyoming. Horse doctor in Kansas. What happened, Judge? They tell you I was getting out? I haven't the slightest idea what you're talking about, my friend. I'm talking about seven years in state prison. Seven long years you sentenced me to, Judge. Seven years to think about what I'd do when I got out. I tell you, I'm not a judge, you fool. You ask anybody, they'll tell you. Just, I'm Doc Adams. Judge, I don't care what you call yourself or what you claim to be. I've been waiting seven years to meet up with you again. And it ain't likely you nor anybody else can talk me out of killing you. Uh. Killing. That's all I've been waiting for, Judge. And I don't much care how I catch you. Now, look here, you you can't go around threatening people like that. Don't tell me what I can do. I've had seven years of people telling me what I can oh, do. Oh, you're crazy. You're drunk. Well, I'll see you later, Judge. I'll be doggone. Well, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but never a judge. He said he was going to kill you, Doc. Oh, it mistook me for someone else. Judge someone or other. You'll find out the truth soon enough. Oh, yeah, but he thinks you're just covering up with his doctor business. No, I don't think there's so much to worry about, Chester. This Bryce Harp is just another pilgrim gone off balance with a hard life out here. He was mighty pale for a prairie man, Doc. Hey, prison power? Oh, no. Doc, I don't think you should ought to take this so light. Maybe seriouser than you think. No, Chester, I know a thing or two about people. Hobbs just a little off balance. I probably won't remember a thing about this by nightfall. Yeah. Maybe, but I ain't so sure. Oh, now, look. He wasn't wearing a gun, was he? Well, no. Come to think of it, he wasn't. But no, I you see. The man comes busting in here saying he's going to kill me. He's making threats and he isn't even armed. Now, just stop threatening and eat your stew. Go ahead. Uh, okay, Doc. Yes, you know. But 
I don't mind telling you I sure will be easier when he leaves town. Or Mr. Dillon gets back. Why, rather. Bills, yeah. Doc. Your name is pretty prompt. Never mind that now. Never Doc. mind it. 
Professor, you owed me way back. Doc, you ain't gonna live long enough to collect it if you don't listen to me. Oh, all right, what are you talking about? It's Bryce Harp, Doc. I just seen him in action. Or it's the long way. In action? Well, he didn't kill nobody, but he's got a gun, and he's awful professional with it. Well, he ran Bob Forrest out of that saloon like he was a schoolboy in a pumpkin patch. He ran that bully out, huh? He sure did. And, Doc, I think he aims to come here and kill you, and ain't no two ways about it. Oh, Chester, I told you the man's off balance. That's the whole trouble, Doc. If he was an ordinary man, just a plain gunman, it wouldn't be so bad, but he ain't. And right or wrong, he's got a grudge against you, and... Well, doggone it, I can't just sit by and let him come murder you. Well, now, wait, wait just a minute now, you... You really think he means business? No, I know he does, Doc. I know it sure as I'm breathing. Mm. Well, okay. All right. Yes. I'll start carrying a gun. Doc, how long since you fired that old wreck of a gun? Well, I'm not too sure I ever fired it. Then you'd just be plain foolish to start toting it now. It'll probably blow up anyway. Well, for heaven's sakes, what do you want me to do? Uh, look, uh... Doc, will you go in without any horse tonight? Well, I don't generally stay cooped up in here for very long. It will you stay in tonight. Don't you budge out of Oh, here. now, let me I got any idea, Doc, and it might maybe get yes, worse. Sir. I'll be back in a little bit. In the meantime, you keep that door locked tight, and don't you open it to nobody. Nobody call, you hear? Hey, you, you mind what I say now? No, you lock this door, Doc. I'll be back after a bit. Oh. Oh. Whatever it is, he has not mind. I, I might as well go along. Lock the door. I'll say one thing. Now that he's got the bit in his teeth, he's really running. so he wouldn't see me. What's Harp doing down the street? Waiting for his chance to kill you. Hey, you know I've been thinking. If he was really out to kill me, he would have tried before now. Yeah, but he didn't know you were leaving town for just two minutes ago. Leaving town? It's got to be now or never, the way he sees it. Well, what are you talking about? Look, when I left here, I went back over to the Lone Branch, and I finally spread the word around that you were taking the early stage to St. Louis. St. Louis? What Harp thinks you're up here packing? Oh, well, that's all fine. Yeah, that's just fine. If Harp really is serious about killing me, you set me up like a bird in a turkey shoot. Yeah, I, I guess I have it done. What would you want to tell him a fool thing like that for? Because I figure if he's going to try to kill you, it's better to know when and where he's going to try it. It's a lot better than just sitting around waiting for him to shoot you in the back. Those curtains for. So he'll know for sure you're up here and moving around. I'm just trying to make sure I get my head blown off, aren't you? Doc, he can try to shoot you from down there in the street. It'd be too easy to miss. Oh, that's a fine theory. Uh, 
Is your front door still locked? Oh, yes, it is. And give me the key. What? Give me the key. Oh, God, Why did you unlock it? How in the world is Hart going to get in here if the door's locked? If he comes in that door, we're just as good as dead. We're right on the line of fire. Of course we are, Doc, but so is he. You better get yourself a comfortable seat. We may have us a long way. Now, wait, what are you doing? Why did you blow off that lamp? With a lamp out? You may think you've went to bed. Then we may not have such a long way. I hope you know what you're doing, Chester. So do I, Doc. So do I. Well, I go... Oh, I guess all we can do now is just wait. Yeah. tuneful reminder of times past. (laughs) This is Dennis James with something else worth remembering. It's this. You're so right to stay regular with Kellogg's All Brand. See, it's the normal, natural way to youthful regularity. The whole brand content of Kellogg's All Brand supplies your system with all the bulk-forming food that you need every day. There's only one All Brand. It's Kellogg's All Brand. So relieve irregularity from lack of bulk, as millions do, with a bowl full of Kellogg's All Brand each morning. A-double-L hyphen B-R-A-N. It's Kellogg's all brand. Well, for heaven's sake. Hello, Kitty. Sam. Hey, of course you. Thought you weren't coming back till tomorrow. I ran into Jake Worth at the Benson place. Saved me a day's ride. You were close for the night? Oh, yeah. But we can always find a drink for a good customer. <laughs> it helped cut the dust, all right. Beer whiskey. Uh, a little coffee, I think. We got some. Bring it over the table, will you, Sam? You're sure, Miss Kitty. Uh, <laughs> hey, you look tired. Bad day? Uh, well, usual. <laughs> think about how rich you're getting. No, sure. Yeah, there you are, Marshal. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Uh, it's hot. Yeah. Did you stop by the office? No, I just rode in. Why? And you didn't see Chester? No. Why, is something wrong? Well, Chester's got in his mind that some fellow's going to try to kill Doc. Kill Doc? Yeah. Well, what fellow? I don't know. And he just rode into town. Well, have you seen him? Yeah, he was in here earlier this evening before we closed up. I'll say one thing. He's handy with a gun. Well, so are half the cowboys in Dodge. Well, yeah. You know, Chester, Kitty, he gets the feeling his responsibility if I'm away. He sees something suspicious in every shadow. Well, that may be, but as I get the story, this man thinks Doc is some judge up in Wyoming who put him in prison, and he's going to kill him. Well, uh, where's Chester now? 
haven't seen him in a couple of hours. Any of this man that's after Doc, do you know his name? Hart, just he said it was. Bryce Hart. Bryce Hart. Uh, Kitty, I'll see you later. Is Hart still down there, Chester? Yep. Just standing there. Well, how long is he going to... Doc? What? He's coming. He's turning for the stairs. Just sit tight now and don't make a sound. No, no, Chester, are you sure? He'll be here in a minute. Sure. 
stars William Conrad as Max Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston and adapted by Mr. McDonald. Featured in the cast were Harry Bartell and James Nutter. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. This is George Walsh inviting you to join us again next week when CBS Radio presents another story on Gunsmoke. 